With less than six months to the Bitcoin halving and near certainty for ETFs rapidly approaching, the crypto world is abuzz with the early phases of a bull market and talks of mainstream adoption. Along with the usual price predictions, the news is packed with names like Solana, Celsius, FTX, and Tether. We're taking this opportunity to consolidate our shows into one hearty helping of crypto, NFTs, and AI for your listening pleasure and also so we aren't spreading ourselves too thin. It's all good news delivered with bad foreign accents on this bad news episode number 702 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, Who's bad? Friends all over the world, near and far, Sir Lord Joel Com and Sir Lord Travis Wright, this is the Bad Crypto Podcast. What is up, folks? It's so nice to uh, to be here with you. Episode 702. We have we have crossed the Rubicon into the 700s, and uh, you get to be here with us. I thought I got some Rubicon on my feet as I was walking through that. Oh, you did the Rubicon Cube? Yeah, different. I got, I got it. So it's like kind of like jelly. Oh, really? I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm not sure what you're. Referencing. You said I crossed a Rubicon. I was like, I just walked through the Rubicon. Okay. Oh, it's a little jellyish. I guess gelatinous. Yeah, gelatinous. and so uh, as I said in the uh, the opening, we are consolidatifying our shows. You know, we've been doing bad crypto for six and a half years. Wow. She even saying that out loud is like, right. Uh, We've been doing the nifty show for since 2020 and we've been doing the bad AI show. We did about 20 episodes of it because we're fascinated by all this technology, but honestly, with all the travels we've got, um, it's hard to keep up with three shows. And so we are consolidating. We are merging the shows into, we are, uh, the umbrella of bad crypto covers all of these things and has anyway, but now more formally we're doing it. They're all it's here. Like the bad here. emerging technology show. Yeah, but it's still we're the bad crypto podcast. Like that would not- be BET, the bad emerging tech show. <laughs> I think BET. Look at us, is- that's BET, you guys. Hey. <laughs> oh, wait, no, it's not. No, it's Pretty not. sure that's, that's good. Black- this is good. We got all opinion. kinds of great information. And uh, later on in the show, we'll share with you that we've actually created a bad crypto AI Web3 GPT, its own AI, which you'll have some fun playing around with later on. It's a bad brain. And let's put these bad brains to the task right now and go to the news. Timestamp the 13th of November, 2.16 p.m. in the year 2023, CoinGecko.com says that the crypto market cap is actually not appearing right now. I think I need to make this window a little wider because it's not showing. There we go. $1.45 trillion. Bitcoin, $36,657. Ethereum, $2,081. BNB, $244. XRP, $0.65. Cents. Solana, $53, Cardano, $0.36, cents, and number 10 is Doge at $0.7.5. Cents. Uh, yeah. 
little pullbacks after you know a big bump up because Bitcoin's been hovering around thirty-seven thousand, and who knows by the time the show releases, it could be thirty-eight, it could be thirty-four. I don't know. Who knows? Uh, I've just always, I mean, I've been trying to sell my home for a while because I saw that Bitcoin was so cheap. When Bitcoin was seventeen thousand, I was like, you know what? I think I need to put this in my home liquidity into that. And now my home is finally closing and Bitcoin is near 37,000. So that's great. Great. Thank you, Bitcoin gods. Thanks, but Bitcoin. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's, we are just at the beginning, folks, the precipice, the very entree point of this historic bull run, most likely not financial advice, but things are moving in a really good way. And I'm in a little bit of a disarray here. If you're watching the video, you see me looking up here. It's because I got a screen here and there's nothing behind me because I'm moving. I'm moving in a couple of days. Actually, by the time you listen to this, I might already be moved but in the last week celestia tia that has been up 115 percent. i've never heard of that token so i'm going to check that one out it's done this ginormous skyrocket this last week four chains up 36 percent. alluvium's up 35 percent. avalanche up 30 percent, 33 percent. as you joel mentioned solana up huge and we're going to talk about why that's happened there's some other ones polygons up about 25 percent. there's some other ones that are doing some stuff chronos mm -hmm the uh, crypto.com card. So a lot of great stuff happening. Now is the time you're going to want to start listening to crypto news again, right? And welcome back. And then also with us adding in some Web3 AI and adding in some of that NFT stuff too. That'll just keep it interesting for you guys. So Grayscale Solana Trust is trading at an 869% premium. Apparently institutional money is coming into Solana. Look at that. Ba -ba -ba -ba. I think I sold mine right around here. See the bottom? That's yeah. I, I have a knack for finding the deepest valley and going, you know, Solana is just it's so centralized. It goes down. It's I don't see that it has legs for the future. And so this is how, you know, I'm not a financial advisor because I advise myself to sell at the bottom and uh, look at it now. Well, it was looking bad. I mean, that was around the same time that everybody there at Star Atlas was was, was getting laid off. And like, here's all the ecosystem around Solana. It just didn't make sense that that was going to be the case. But So what happens? It triples from $19 to $58. Wow. But what's crazy is the GSOL, the, the Grayscale Solana Trust token, it's, it's worth way more than the actual Solana token right now. So the GSOL is worth more. And you can see that it's worth over $200 right now. So I don't know the amount of quantity that there are of those particular ones, but it's really, really interesting to see how this is happening. Those those grayscale crypto trusts are doing some really interesting things. In fact, uh, I don't have the story in here, but I believe that I just saw that uh, Grayscale is also applying for an Ethereum ETF. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we are we are on the precipice right now. I read that there are 12 ETF applications that can be approved anytime within the window we're in right now. Like the SEC can come in and rubber stamp all of them or none of them or some of them. But the, the expectations are that by early 2024, we're going to have them. And you know what happens then, Trav? We have just turned the corner to mainstream adoption to the very beginning turning the corner right in there because these financial portfolio holders are going to be recommending to their clients that they put two, 3% of their portfolio into Bitcoin. And guess what happens then?
Guess what happens then? That's what we've been talking about. One of the reasons Joel and I got in this right early in the game, obviously we knew crypto was going to blow up. That was our that was our sort of assumption. But it was also about educating ourselves so we can educate others so that we could watch out for some potential pitfalls like CBDCs. We don't want those, right? And so, but if we didn't, we weren't educated around them, we'd probably think they were great. We don't want those, right? So it's a matter of here are these things that need to happen that are probably going to happen. Here are some things we don't want to happen. Let's make sure we keep everything moving on this. And I don't even know that how those 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 grayscale trusts and all those are how those going to impact real Bitcoin and real Ethereum because those holders actually holding it or not. They're holding its own sort of derivative, it seems like. Right. So it should be interesting to see how this thing goes. We're going to keep an eye on this, folks, and we're going to teach you all about it as we learn. Meanwhile, here's a name that uh, you might not want to hear, FTX. Executives from the former failed team are saying that they're going to build a new exchange. I, I, you know, I don't even care. I, I don't even know why anybody cares. Why would you want to do business with somebody who is connected to an organization that has failed so badly. Yeah, you can go learn from your mistakes, but to come back and do the same thing, and granted, it's not Sam Bankman-Fried, and the goal here is to make sure that the customer funds are secure. I, I don't care. I want nothing to do with them, period. Mm -hmm. Well, the fact that Sam Bankman-Fried is going to be in prison and probably those folks with Alameda Research are going to be there uh, the ones that are still behind might might try to do it better. I noticed that there was some some movement with the FTT token, which seems really weird. It's just people just being stupid and be like, hey, you know, I mean, I, I played around that when Luna crashed. There was not there was a moment there. I was like, man, this stuff is worth so low. Let me put a little bit in. And then it did a little pop pop. And I'm like, ha ha ha. Like, so but it's just like that's just like gambling. A lot of crypto is like. Hey, let's go down to the casino, you guys, and bet it all on a shit coin. You sound like Beavis or Butthead there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> let's go get a shit coin, you guys. Yeah, FTX, yeah. FTX. Shut up, dumbass. Quit uh, investing in shit coins. <laughs> there are a lot of people that invest in shit coins, and Brad Garlinghouse is one telling Bitcoin Maxis that, hey, there's going to be multiple chains. If you're a Maxi, great. Uh, but if you still think that Bitcoin is all there's going to be, you're just you're you're being delusional. It's just not going to work that way. Well, I want to share this with you, Joel, because I, I think the same thing. But I think as we move along, more and more people are going to find ways to build on to Bitcoin with the new BRC20 tokens mm -hmm. that they have built onto it. It seems like as Bitcoin becomes more extensible, more things are going to be built on it. There's probably going to be shit coins launched on bitcoin right as a brc but i actually and we'll talk about this later crypto slam i was looking at the the top nft projects over the last month or whatever and in the top 11 six of them are bitcoin mm -hmm. ordinals are, ordinals are huge well yeah. garlinghouse says that we will be living in a multi-chain world and he is a multi-chain girl that's true very good I knew that was coming. Add that to the playlist. That's why we had to put that on there. But we're seeing records, Travis. We're seeing all-time highs. Uh, this story just published today. Bitcoin miners earned $44 million in a day. It's a record uh, to record an annual all-time high. This is a, a huge reversal. Mining is back. Uh, hash rate has hit an all-time high. And uh, there's no sign of it stopping. 
So it's interesting that right now miners are getting 6.25 Bitcoins every time a block is created. Now in late April or May, whenever the halving happens, right, that's going to go down and it'll be 3.125, right? So that means that Bitcoin, once that happens and they start putting the pressure on Bitcoin, the mining price, it's going to need to go up in value. So then normally that when that happens, whoosh, that's when Bitcoin's going to start taking off. But we're already getting that sort of pregame crypto bull run stuff. It's like warming up the motors, you know, start your engines. You know, Bitcoin's gone from 17, 16, 17 to 37 already this year, right? That's huge. It's already 100%. You've already, you know, doubled your money if you invested it then. So what's going to happen over the next 18 months after the halving? Man, that's when the fun starts. And then typically the party's over right around the end of that that next year or that next 18 months, 17, 18 months, eh, the party's kind of over right around there. So just keep in mind, based on history doesn't always repeat, but it often rhymes. And so maybe this one will be different, but I thought that the last time and God knows it was not different. <laughs> well, it, it was different in that we did not get the multiple. We only had what three and a half X over the previous all time high, right? It was 20,000 in the 2018 yeah. bull run and only went to 69 in this one. So that, that was different, but also the things that made it different are the black swan events that drove the price right. of Bitcoin down. And now this to me still feels early, right? We are five months outside of the having the bull run usually hits its peak six months after the having. And so this feels early, but here's what we have going on now that we didn't have going on before mainstream adoption. These ETFs again are about to happen. We don't have any point of reference for that happening in Bitcoin before. We've had talks of it. We've had hopes of it. But the fact that we're actually around the corner from this taking place changes everything. So could Christmas come early on this bull run? You know, anything's possible when we're looking at this thing. But I would say this is that every time that we've, you know, gotten in and paid attention to it, even 2017, like the having was in 2016. Right. And so then it was sort of a slow rise up until about September, November, uh, d- December, uh, and then I remember, dude, it was really early January. That thing mm-hmm. hit the pop. Money went out of Bitcoin into shitcoins. Shitcoins did a pop, and then boom. Next thing you know, within like a week, the whole market was down forty percent. Right, mm-hmm. is what it seemed like mm-hmm. when we were over in uh, we were over in Davos, and I was like, dude, I can't get to my ledger, dude. <laughs> I'm losing all this um, all this imaginary crypto money, dude. Internet money right now is going away, you know. And so it's been it's been a trip. And then last time. Right. We had COVID hit. And then uh, March of 2020, Bitcoin, all the prices tanked dramatically. Right. So that the bull run was kind of starting to do its thing. It tanked because of that black swan then and then it went all the way up to 69. So I don't know. I look at it in that one. The all time high was 20,000 at the time. It made it to 69,000, but it went down to 3,800 and then went up to 69,000. So that right there is like almost a 20 X. Right. So it's, it's just kind of interesting to take a look at how all this is going and where are we going to be? We had a low. We hit what? The low was what? 15, 16,000 or so? 15,000? 15, so, I know, because I capitulated there. <laughs> so maybe at 15,000, you know, maybe we 10x from there. I think we're going to probably 15x from that 15,000. Some We're going to hit somewhere between that three times, three and a half, four times, that all-time high of 69. 
69 times three, we're going to be looking at about a little over 200,000, probably not financial advice, but we will see. So knowing that right now it's at 37 and it's probably going to be sometime, someplace around 200, not long from now, what, what, do, what do you want to do? Well, apparently everybody agrees that we're going digital and cashless in a survey that was taken 85% of those surveyed expect in 10 years that we will not be using cash at all. You know, I saw this this great video went viral in, in the UK. This older gentleman walked into the uh, the grocery store and he was buying yeah. I think, strawberries or blueberries, strawberries, yeah. strawberries. And he had, you know, change. He had money and he put that cash money on the counter. They wouldn't let him pay with that. And he's it's being videos like, let it be seen that I am paying for my strawberries. I have left my five pounds. Yes, with legal tender. And then you know how the, the exit, yeah. these gates automatically open and close. And he just kind of pushed his way out. They're like, don't break it, don't break it. And he walked out the door and people are like, yay. But he was a hero. He was. That's going to be rare because yeah. uh, we're going to see that uh, as we give away more of our privacy and the government can see more and more into what we have, uh, cashless does mean convenience. For sure. You know, that reminds me because I, I keep thinking about this. I thought about this time. This, that guy's a hero. He went in, he paid with coins, and he's a hero, right? In my mind, I think that's great. Tom McDonald recently has a new song out called Superman. And he was talking about, man, bombs and all this stuff's going on. Like, where is Superman? And I've, I've been thinking about this for years. It's like, you know, we, we were shown all these comic books. Here's Spider-Man. Here's Avengers. Here's DC. Here's Superman, right? Here's Marvel, we were promised all of these superheroes, but instead, all we got were supervillains. Mm. We got Klaus Schwab and Bill Gates and Soros and the Rothschild dynasty and all this. Like, we need a Superman. And that's why I think that investing in Bitcoin is our way to be a superhero to help us loop outside of the government control of all this stuff. Because they're not trying to give us more freedoms. They're slowly trying to take all these things away. And so we got to stand up. Superman, where are you, buddy? Well, it ain't this guy. It's not Jamie Dimon of uh, J.P. Morgan, but they are going down the blockchain road and they have added what they're calling the holy grail payments feature as part of their involvement in blockchain. And it's unavoidable. J.P. Right? Morgan. Yeah. yeah. It, it's unavoidable, and yeah. uh, these guys are, are in the game, and uh, screw them. Anyway. Um, well, I want to say this. I think that as these banks are starting to create their own coins like this, because it, it allows money to be sent quicker. So the guy who bought, you know, the, who's buying my house paid for uh, my the furniture, wanted to buy the furniture, and so wired me uh, something, you know, wired me some money to pay for it. And typically those wires would take two, three, five business days, however long it took. Dude, that thing was in my bank within two hours because of the new Fed now, right? And so I don't like the Federal Reserve Bank doing stuff that's going to make us be forced to have some sort of universal basic income and a CBDC. But I do, I do like how they were using crypto rails to essentially wire money instantaneously. And back in the day, right, the Civil War times um, after, you know, uh, Andrew Jackson killed the central bankers off, not killed them, but just wiped them out of being relevant. All these individual banks had their own currency, right? To be like, oh, it's the Bank of North Carolina. It's the Bank of West Virginia. It's the Bank of Raleigh, right? And so I think we're going to start seeing more and more of these. If we can get out of the 
forced CBDC and get more into like, oh, here's the Bank of America token. Here's the, uh, you know, the uh, BMO Harris token. Here's the JP Morgan token, right? Maybe those can keep us out of the forced CBDCs. I don't know. It seems like it, it, it might be a better choice, but it seems like Bitcoin's always the best choice. I think that should be on a T-shirt. Bitcoin's always the best choice. Uh, if only Alex Mashinsky had made better choices, of course, he will be on trial soon for uh, um, for the scam that allegedly was Celsius. But a New York judge is approving a payment plan for customers to be able to get back some of what they lost and to pay off creditors. Uh, so, you know, we'll see if that actually happens. But they're saying creditors should be reimbursed a minimum of uh, 81 cents is that the the price of sell at the time yeah they're trying to value the the sell token um but then they, they agreed on 25 cents per token it looks like mm -hmm. on some mm -hmm. of them so i think it just it depends on when you claimed and what status you were or something depending on how much of that that you're going to get but dude what do you think Mashinsky's going to get if you know well we know that sbf hasn't been sentenced yet but they're saying right. probably 110 years so man uh, Mashinsky being a uh, of Slavic nature, right? I think he's originally from Russia. They're probably not going to be too nice to him. No, and and the um, the trial by jury is scheduled for September twenty twenty four in the same courthouse where SBF was found guilty. Right. Um, and of course, we have a quote from Letitia James, the compromised New York State Attorney General. She's the one that brought the. Well, there's all those George Soros Attorney Generals. George Soros was brilliant when he decided to start paying for the elections and, and giving them campaign money for those uh, attorney generals. That was because it, it was way cheaper and he has way more influence by doing that. Stuff, She's so. the the one that's overseeing the, the kangaroo court that, that Trump's being tried. in. have you seen the judge in that thing? Like he's, he's yeah. smiling for photos and like, have you seen his wife, did you see his wife go crazy on Twitter about uh, hating Trump so much? Laura <laughs> Loomer actually uncovered his wife's Twitter account and she's been raging on, on Trump for the last two or three years. So I think that's going to come back to Biden whenever it comes to an appeal, because whatever they end up saying, it's not going to fly. And they're going to have to go up to the next level, because there's no way that if the if the wife of the judge is publicly tweeting all this stuff, Don Marie, whatever her name is, like, then obviously it's just a kangaroo court. And yeah, so she's not compromised. Right it's all crazy. The world is crazy right now, folks. It is. Protect yourselves. Uh, and I don't know if AI can do it, but uh, Trev, you are eyeballs deep into uh, to AI. Uh, I'm still using original intelligence, but talk a little bit about what's happening with open AI. Yeah, so uh, they had an open AI dev um, conference about a week ago, and they started talking about all these new things. So, so you know, I've been playing with ChatGPT as soon as I got access to it really early on, right? And so but when it started, I think you only had maybe 2,000 tokens. Then it went to 4,000. Now you got 8,000 tokens. A token is essentially a character, right? So like if uh, one one character in, in a word, so, you know, and, but then emojis are actually two tokens because they take up two characters sometimes. So it wasn't very much. You couldn't, you, you, you could, you could tell it some things, but then you keep going in the conversation and then it would forget what you told it a while ago because it didn't have enough memory. Now, dude, it's got 128,000 tokens in there. Hmm. So that's about 300 pages of a PDF you can upload into that thing. 
So they got new assistants that make it easy for developers to create their own AI apps. And uh, Dolly 3 is amazing. Dude, I did this the other day. I literally said, hey, I opened up a new window with the new tool, uh, the new ChatGPT Turbo <clears throat> that connects with Dolly 3, which does image creation and, and has vision and text-to-speech. And so I said, hey, who are the top five um, musicians of all time, uh, guitarists of all time? And once you determine who those are, make me an image of those. And so it came back. And again, I was plotting. I said in my mind, okay, Jimi Hendrix needs to be one. Eric Clapton's probably one, right? Uh, Jimmy Page might be one. Stevie Ray Vaughan's probably one. Eddie Van Halen. There's other ones you can debate. But it gave me three of those. And then it gave me a top jazz guitar player and a top blues guitar player. Then it made one of the most beautiful images that I've ever seen. It was so colorful and beautiful. Maybe we could make it an NFT as just a, you know, it's like, here it is. And it's, I'm going to do that. The very first Dolly 3 image that I created was around guitarist. And I'll, we should make that an NFT, Joel. Okay, that's fine. And uh, that means you guys want to make sure that you are in the, uh, the, the bad crypto NFT club at um, uh, Uncut Network. And we'll put the link as badco.in forward slash uncut, I believe. Let me go ahead and pull it up. Uh, nope. It's badcrypto.uncut.network. That's right, badcrypto.uncut.network. I'll pull that up. There's some big things happening over there with them as well. And so this is the uh, the site you want to go to and go pick up. You can see a lot of the NFTs we've made here. Most of them airdropped to uh, people who are holding this Bad Crypto Nifty Club NFT right here. Uh, it's... Um, $4.18 at current prices. And once you have this, you get airdrops. So go to uh, the page. We'll link this in the show notes uh, as well. So if you go to badco.in forward slash 702, this will be in there as well. Beautiful. Yeah. And I tell you what, it's really cool. One of the things that I've been playing around with, Joel, is actually uploading an image and then say, describe this image to me. And then they will describe it to you. And then I will take that description and go put it in mid-journey and go create new images based on that. You can also do that in mid-journey. So there's a lot of stuff going on between ChatGPT and, and all these other ones that I think are, are really huge. And actually, folks, I created a bad media one. So for bad crypto, AI, Web3, and NFTs, you can go to badco.in forward slash GPT. And I believe if you are a premium member of, Chat G, of, of OpenAI, which is 20 bucks a month, you can have access to it. I just created it because I'm playing around and, and doing, you know, summaries on articles and finding the best news and, and just giving me a, a nice little window. It's almost like having my own Jarvis for crypto news, essentially, as I put in a bunch of resources behind the scenes, search these, find me the most relevant things that I need to know about. And then, boom, I'm generating a new report every day, Joel. It's a very bad brain. Very bad. That, very that's bad. basically what we what <laughs> no. we've got going on there. Uh, other stories in the AI world: Samsung, Amazon, and X have unveiled new AI models and offerings. This stuff is moving so fast. Uh, you know, how much quicker can technology evolve than what we're seeing right now? Because you still have the human element, right? People have to no. be coding and and coming up with the stuff um, and, and announcing it. All that takes time. And so yeah, I think yeah. we're kind of a critical mass for the, the speed of technology. Yeah. And this is not, this is not like it was 
you know, before it's, it's so fast. What is it? It's not Murphy's law. What is it? That law, the law of, of uh, where technology is like every two years, it's like pop, 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 pop. There's some it's, term it's, for that. Yeah. That's the uh, law of pop, pop, pop. Yeah. The law. Of and uh, so that's, what's happening is there's a lot of stuff that's going on. And uh, you know, Elon Musk, they're offering a new, uh, new AI system called Brock. So if you're a premium member, you can utilize that. And then immediately OpenAI came out and said, oh, you can make your own little, your own GPTs based on your own information, which I've been actually using GPT and Claude.ai in its own way like that. I can take all my data, put it in a PDF, upload that PDF, and then start asking questions against it. That way I could have a consistent, you know, data set because it kept forgetting everything I was saying. So it's, it's pretty interesting where we are and where it's headed, Joel. And I want to even touch base on this next project next product that's coming out is humane's ai pin there's this new innovative wearable that's coming out has a little camera on it has touch sensors on it it can actually view what's in front of you with with its vision you can communicate with it and it was created by a team um, of people who left apple so like one of the heads of design for apple left and is now has created this uh humane's ai pin which I think we're going to start seeing more and more of this. Basically, the AI pin can then send a little laser light to your fingers on your hands. So you can actually see, like, what time is it? And if you want to turn it on or turn it off, you can. So it's not like Alexa where it's listening all the time, allegedly. And um, but <laughs> so this is the next Crazy. phone, right? This is yeah. this is the phone. The phone as we know it is going to evolve again, right? We're not always yeah. going to be carrying these devices. So perhaps something like this is the next iteration of the so. mobile device. That I that think it's going to be a combination, Joel, between this and some sort of goggles. The goggles that don't have to have all that technology in it. But what it could do is it could shoot, you know, it could shoot up the, the little uh, thing you want to see but you can't necessarily see it with your own eyes or anybody else can't see it, but you can probably see it in the goggles. So I would imagine the AI pen is the next step. And then goggles plus the AI pen will probably be the next step. And then eventually it'll probably just be goggles or contact lenses or something. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, we're also tracking what's happening in the NFT world gang. And if you go to cryptoslam.io, you can see that Ethereum is still dominating in NFTs, but look what the number two marketplace is. It's on Bitcoin. Uh, I don't yeah. know that Satoshi Nakamoto ever, you know, saw this happening. That well, you're looking at number one, enemies. number two, number four, number five, number nine, number 10, and number 11 are all Bitcoin. And then you got one from Mythos and you got three from Ethereum. And look at that. So those are the top 10 right now. So, you know, digital assets are not going away. They are just evolving so much so, oh, by the way. And uh, another piece of cool information about, about Web3 in general is MasterCard is planning different collaborations with some of those self-custody wallets like MetaMask and Ledger. They're going to start working and, and start being able to connect a, a debit card type of thing to those self-custody wallets. So then you can utilize your money within that is what it looks like they're doing. So they got a bunch of stuff that they're working on on that and bringing MasterCard into your Ledger. Ah, I don't know. It's, it's interesting. I don't know if I would trust that in the, some of the earlier stages of that. I'm still okay with, you know, using a card on Coinbase or using a card on crypto.com. But as you can see, look at it. Visa has been working with USDC and Solana for cross-border payments, right? Ripple, XRP has got a lot of stuff going on on this. So 
keep an eye on all these things and see what's going on because it seems like to me the world is changing rapidly in these next these these next 18 months you're going to want to pay attention everything everything points to mainstream adoption it's coming there's no stopping it those who said they wouldn't own crypto or didn't understand it they will those who said that they would never own nfts especially gamers guess what you will there will be a way roblox is getting ready to launch a bunch of nfts right Right. so once and then i think Fortnite is looking into doing some of those stuff and so they're like i think people hated nfts the way they were originally because a lot of them were just profile pictures and they were just, you know, uh, images that were on a URL, not necessarily etched into the blockchain like they are on Bitcoin. That's why I think Bitcoin NFTs are probably a little stronger is because they're actually on the blockchain, whereas some of these other ones are not. But I think the game is changing, Joel, and it's really exciting. I think I, I'm feeling it. I, I was I was feeling a lull. I think we were all feeling a little bit of lull when the markets were meh. But now things are starting to pick up and it's about to get real exciting again, Joel. Well, the question is, is what's going to happen to all these original NFTs? You know, the ones that the profile pictures and the games and wax and all that. I think that it's all well, going to pinata come- goes down or something. Then you mean a lot of those are gone. Well, you know what I mean? If like the, if where that URL resource is located at, doesn't matter if it's on Ethereum or not. If it's if where those locate wherever those images are hosted, if they're gone then your your jpeg's gone mm-hmm. it's not a jpeg man it's on blockchain <laughs> it's a png <laughs> hey right. there you go gang thanks uh for tuning in that's the news that you can use we're here for you still six and a half years in and uh, we are going to be on the front lines of this bull market that is coming not sure we can call it that yet but it is coming uh, the trend lines don't lie. And what's a baby bull called? Like a little baby bull? What is it? A baby. Not quite a big bull. It's a little steer. No, steers when they cut the nuts off. So it's a not calf. a steer. A uh, it's a calf that's not hasn't got the nuts aren't fully big enough to be called a bull yet. <laughs> so it's still a calf, but the nuts are getting bigger, folks. <laughs> They're starting to grow some horns and getting really horny. <laughs> All right. And that's why you listen to bad crypto because we're not good. No, we're not good. We are bad. And you guys know that we would appreciate five-star reviews, subscribe, and uh, click the bells and do all the things that say you care that we uh, continue doing what we're doing. And we will keep telling you to stay bad. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.